We open with a string of daring heists as unseen hands delicately steal jewelry from a smashed window, carefully dynamite a safe in a coin store, which I think we just call a bank, and stealthily take paintings off the wall at a museum. The perpetrators of these various capers bring the loot back to the Crimson Twins, who reward them all for the effort, despite one of them almost running them down with an armored truck. On purpose! I guess this is the sort of thing you come to expect when you're working for Team Evil. Then the twins take their ill-gotten gains to their corporate HQ, where they change out of their identical play clothes and into identical business suits, because they're those kinds of twins. They head to Cobra HQ, where Destro is putting the finishing touches on something called called the Thermal Molecular Ignition Transmitter, which is an awfully fancy name for a machine that can light a small pile of money on fire. Cobra Commander seems certain that this will somehow lead to him conquering the United States. Oh, I see. It causes all money everywhere to spontaneously combust. Of course, that's what a Thermal Molecular Ignition Transmitter does. Duh. We know this because it happens to some Joes who are sitting around playing poker for literally thousands of dollars in real money, which seems completely fine. Anyway, let's go see what's on TV. Why, it's Cobra Commander making ridiculous demands. Must be Tuesday. While he delivers his speech, we get a quick montage of various people affected by the exploding money, and once again, they've overthought the whole plot because you've literally put explosives in the hands of every person in America. Forget ruining the economy. With the push of a button, you're burning down millions of homes, businesses, pairs of pants. How is this not the beginning and the end of your plan? This all leads to a bunch of people gathering outside the Department of the Treasury chanting, We want money! We want money! Which, I'm no economist, but that seems like a bad sign. Then Cobra Commander jumps back on the television to reveal the next phase of his genius plan. Give us all your stuff and your children can eat. No, seriously. Citizens of the United States, I am pleased to announce Cobra's economic recovery plan. If you want money to buy food for your children, take all your valuables to the nearest branch of Extensive Enterprises. There, all goods will be exchanged for Cobra Currency. Flint is stoked because now they have a lead. He makes it sound like they have an obscure clue that they obtained after countless man-hours of legwork, and not that they just sat around waiting for the bad man to come on the TV again to tell them exactly what they needed to know. And again, Flint's never been the sharpest... Flint in the... Arrow? The Joes are swarmed by a violent mob, but somehow this isn't enough danger to hold our attention, so also some random passing cowboy brings a lasso to help them out and leaves his little girl in a truck and the truck in neutral on a steep hill. Now this is exactly the sort of action I demand from a show about futuristic army men fighting futuristic terrorists. Thankfully, the runaway truck smashed right through the door of extensive enterprises, because otherwise they might have had to, I don't know, just push the door open because it appears to be normal business hours here at this normal business. The Joes confront the Crimson Twins about working for Cobra. Cut the act, you clowns. We know you're working for Cobra. On the contrary, we're merely acting as brokers for a client in return for a percentage of the gross. We've done nothing illegal. Working for Cobra? On the contrary. Yes, we are working for Cobra. That, that's what I heard. Somehow, inexplicably, this whole operation is legal? Like everyone's tone tells me we're in a situation where the Joes are trapped by some kind of weird red tape technicality, only nobody's actually explaining how that works. Just, this is legal, you can't arrest us. Guys, I think there's at least a chance these two might not be telling you the truth. Or at the very least, one of them lies and one of them tells the truth, like in that old riddle. Then the Joes beat up some Cobra guards, somewhere, and kidnap somebody named Mrs. Henderhaunch, which is the best name ever. She goes to a meeting with the Crimson Twins, and I can't be sure, but I think she might be spying for G.I. Joe now. She takes a tour of one of Cobra's many hidden fortresses and then decides she can take it out herself with a handgun, which... 
one point for bravery, but minus several million for tactics. So she's basically qualified to join either team at this point. Oh, it's Lady J in disguise. And all this time I was wondering why there were two Mrs. Henderhaunches. Nothing worse than a faux Henderhaunch. Then she escapes and there's an exciting chase on skis because I guess somebody saw that James Bond movie where he's skiing. Or, I don't know, maybe they saw Better Off Dead. That one was pretty good. The Joes and Cobras fight in mud, why not? Then one of those generic dudes in green, who's almost certainly somebody's favorite character for some reason, blows up the thermal molecular ignition transmitter. And the economy immediately goes back to the way it was because... I don't know. Reasons. 